0: It is Wednesday morning, June 19th. I'm sitting in my basement office, pondering, contemplating uh, various concepts, uh, one of those being the, the concept of peace offerings. Um, and I guess various things have led me here, but mainly... Uh, my mind and uh, thoughts have been directed to this concept of of surrender in the in the scriptures um and oftentimes it is uh accompanied with the term full and complete surrender um it was said during the Kirtland temple dedication and in, in dr Covenants one hundred nine verse thirty two says therefore we plead before thee for a full and complete deliverance um but you know, just that term "full and complete" um, is interesting to me. But nonetheless, going back to surrender, I've just, I've just been contemplating this because I want to be the disciple who surrenders, right? I mean, I think that's where the power of the gospel is found, is in surrendering and uh, turning it to the Lord, and and, and removing, um, not necessarily removing your effort from it, but removing your production from it, that removing the idea that you have to produce, you have to accomplish, um, in order to, to be worthy or to qualify. Um, and that's not grace, right? And so, um, I've just been pondering over my life as far as like how I can better surrender my will to gods. And, um, And I have various thoughts come to mind, um, that I share on Twitter. Um, and one thought that came to mind is this, that I tweeted, um, yesterday. I said, want more happiness in life? Find three hours every day that you protect from any distractions. Three hours that you own in order to do your best, deepest work. Three hours every day that you never violate. It will lead to greater happiness and to your best work guaranteed. And the responses I got on Twitter, which I don't um, I don't get I mean it definitely had a lot of res- definitely a higher percentage of responses than typical tweets that I share. Uh, one person said, I'm sure this works, but that's more time than I can give my family in some entire weeks, let alone days. You have to assume a certain type of life. For this to be an option, um, another person said, um, uh, "Yeah, so the idea that just getting up early, a little earlier, staying up a little later can make room for pers- can make room for personal time is a great way to drive people to, to an early grave." Um, five five a.m. is a normal wake up time. Midnight or later is normal bedtime. I think you mean just don't sleep then. Just these like, and obviously it's the Twitter world, so everything sounds cynical, but, um, um, but just this sort of this, um, this attitude of, I mean, I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not saying that, um, you're lazy if you don't, but when we just sort of conform or accept that reality, that, that, that would be impossible I just think the adversary wins, right? And I, over the last few months as I've really pondered over how the adversary tries to engage with me or others, like I really think the adversary spends very, very, very little time tempting individuals. Because all he has to do is perpetuate the thoughts we create for ourselves. It's so natural to create a thought of mediocrity. It's so easy to just um, look at the the limitations rather than the opportunities. And then the adversary just confirms that. And that confirmation feels uh, maybe more comforting than the other, right? And we we surrender to that thought. Rather than surrendering to God so I guess that's my message and thought I would encourage you to consider that as being a leader in this in this world um, requires us to be proactive uh, right Second Nephi 2, 2:14 as far as this idea of you know I call elder Ben our favorite scripture that we're agents, to act and not be acted upon. And I know there are several individuals that are listening to this who have so much to give and so much to contribute to the world, but they literally do not know where to find the time. Right. And so it becomes a proactive effort in fighting for that time. Um, even, even a, a and I think I might have mentioned this, but, um, you know, my wife has had a a deeper desire to sort of find deeper purpose and, and meaning just outside of being a mom, which I applaud and encourage. And so we've tried to be more intentional in our efforts to block out that time for her. And, uh, and oftentimes that looks like, well, it's eight o'clock. My wife goes down to the office and closes the door and I put the kids to bed and then she gets to do her best work. She gets to contribute. And obviously being a mother is a contribution, a great contribution. But I just think there's always maybe more that we're, we're missing. Um, and these tweets of individuals responding and just saying like, you know, I, I feel like there's a desire there for them that yeah, I would do that if life wasn't so crazy, if life wasn't busy, and or some just sort of chuckle at and and don't even consider the possibility of what they could could accomplish. And well, what's the point of this, right? Well, in my efforts, like the reason why uh, I fight for at least three hours a day where I can do my best work is because that is how God's glory is manifested in this world. We, it's easy to, to stand by and be the spectator of miracles, but it takes a whole nother mind shift to be the reason for that miracle or to be in the midst of that miracle. And and it's almost, it's, um, I was just having this conversation with one of my clients, uh, my marketing clients yesterday, that um, when we begin to do really good work, we begin to receive accolades, right? And those accolades, especially coming from a religious uh, background, those accolades can feel uncomfortable because they can speak to the ego, right? And this this happens to me all the time. I get several emails a week from individuals that they don't say leading saints changed their life. They say, Kurt, you changed my life. And it's so easy to deflect and say well you know it's actually you know not me and and obviously i always try and bring attention and and give a shout out to the donors who make it possible because if no donors there's no kurt um you know as far as in the world of leading saints um but when somebody gives you an accolade do you deflect it and i'm always pushing myself to never ever deflect that that accolade that that sincere A form of gratitude. And to always remember that it's, it's not our glory that did that. It's God's glory, but that glory often comes through us, right? That that glory, um, is manifested through us, not because we did it, but because a child of God did it, a creation of God did it. Um, and by, um, by uh, shining that glory of God and surrendering to him, that helps us remember where that glory actually comes from. And by our good works, by, by carving out an hour a day, two hours a day, three hours a day, and, and creating our best work, we are creating God's glory. And, and that's my message. And so it sort of breaks my heart. You know, I think of the Thoreau quote, Men lead, lead, um, lead lives of quiet desperation. I just believe that so much like and it's not and it's so present even with individuals that have the gospel. People are just desperate for meaning. They're desperate to contribute. And and they don't know how to do it, right? And so uh if if you consider your life if you are in a space where you can't carve out an hour or 2 hours of good deep work, I would encourage you to let that desire work within you and, and fight for it. Talk, talk to your spouse, talk to your boss, consider, uh, time spent, uh, hobbies, programs you're involved in and, um, consider the time with your children, right? Uh, which it seems, that's like sacred time. You can't, you can't take away the time with my children, but the the way I look at it and, uh, man, this is just like, I, 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 spend quality time with my children every day. At least I try to, right? I mean, obviously that's maybe a hyperbole a little bit, but of course I'm not perfect. Um, but what I want for my kids is I don't simply want them to have memories of me, you know, playing basketball with them outside, though we do that, or playing uh, memories of me, you know, engaging with them, reading books and things. I want my children to someday look back and say, wow, my father made a difference. My father manifested God's glory through his efforts. I want to be like that. I want to, I, I see my father's legacy, and I want to carry that legacy further down the field than he carried it, right? to me, that's like, that's building the kingdom. That is giving glory to God and and allowing the world to look at a miracle that was manifested through maybe an individual or a group of individuals and say, there's a God there and I want to know him more. So what can you do to carve out three hours, I know it sounds impossible, and I almost want it to sound impossible because we we worship a God of impossibilities, right? What would it take for you to carve out three hours a day to do your best work and contribute to this world so that the world cannot see your glory, but so that the world can see God's glory coming through you?